0: Hi guys! Sorry about this last two-week break, but I was busy traveling. I traveled to sunny Portugal with its great beaches and amazing food. I had a great time! But I guess traveling home to check in on your family and friends is not really considered traveling, is it? Traveling is going to some place you've never been before. It's going to beaches and visiting museums, it's walking around all day and taking lots of pictures. That's traveling. And it sounds like a lot of fun, which is why everybody likes traveling. Traveling is designed to make you have fun and feel good. That's what the whole tourism industry is for. Unless you're unlucky enough to have a really bad experience, you're going to like traveling every time you do it. Everybody likes traveling. That's a given. In fact, the question, do you like traveling, is another one of those useless questions that always have the same answer. Questions like, are you awake? Or, can I ask you a question? These are questions you don't need to ask because you know they're going to say yes every time. Everybody likes traveling. Now, I don't have a problem with people who like traveling. Because if I did, I'd have a problem with everybody. Because everybody likes traveling. Who I have a problem with is people that make a point of saying they like traveling especially when they do so in online dating profiles. Nearly half of these dating profiles are all about people that love traveling, that really like different cultures and different experiences. Yes, I know. You know also likes different cultures and different experiences? Everybody else. Everybody likes traveling. These people actually define themselves by how they like traveling so much which to me makes absolutely no sense. It's like they're defined by how much they like sleeping or how much they like eating. I mean, I know that everybody likes eating and I don't see anyone's profile saying, oh, I really like eating. I'm always thinking about my next meal. To tell the truth, my real problem is that I feel handicapped next to these people. I don't know how good a match can I be to them. And I feel that they're going to ignore me and dislike me no matter what I do. Because, and here comes the shocker, I don't like traveling. Yeah, surprise, surprise. I don't like traveling. And when I say I don't like traveling, I mean I do like traveling. In case I haven't been perfectly clear so far, everybody likes traveling. I'm just not completely crazy about traveling, to the point that I want to shout to the four corners of the earth that I adore traveling. Actually, now that I think of it, I would need to travel a lot in order to be able to shout to the four corners of the earth. I guess that's why people do it. Anyway, whenever I go on a date, and while we are having a healthy and pleasant conversation, I happen to mention that I, and I quote, don't like traveling that much, and I look at her face, that's when I know the date is over. The second she realizes that I don't like traveling, and she will understand I don't like traveling even though I said that much, she immediately wants to run away from there because I'm a creep. Because I'm a weirdo. Of course, this never actually happened because I never get any dates. But that's not the point. The point is that every time I say this on a date, the girl starts screaming stuff like, Are you freaking crazy? What the hell is wrong with you? And, I can't believe I'm on a date with some freaking psychopath. And storms out of the restaurant. Every freaking time. Anyway, since the cat is out of the bag, I better go ahead and let you know why I don't like traveling. That much. First, some people are obsessed about the thing. They travel all the time, they talk about traveling all the time. They say that the day after they come back from one trip, they're already planning for the next one. Who does that? Live your life in your hometown a little, for God's sake. Go to your local park and smell the roses. Don't just stand there and wait nervously to travel halfway across the world and smell the roses there. Second, the things people visit, really, they are not that impressive. Landscapes are beautiful, but they're normal and random, and you don't get much more of them than a glorified 3D view. Beaches are pretty much the same everywhere if you have good weather. Cities are all the same. I visited Copenhagen once, And it was pretty much the same as any other big city. The only part of it that made it different from other cities is that it was really expensive. And while it's a great new experience to pay there five times what you usually pay in a restaurant, fantastic experience, it doesn't strike as a very appealing one to me. I can already visit amazing cities and landscapes without leaving the house and without spending a ridiculous amount of money. It's called video games. Seriously, play a little of World of Warcraft and tell me if that's not a world worth visiting. Stuff from the real world is, by comparison, pretty disappointing. I visited a few castles in my life, and I haven't seen one castle that has a lava pit and floors with spikes like in Balser's Castle from Super Mario. I thought that was the basic stuff for a castle. Seriously? Not even a lava pit? And what's the deal with churches? Some people just love visiting churches. Why? It's always the same freaking story. I mean, in museums, at least you get to see different stuff and learn more about art and history, but what the hell do you learn in churches? And yes, the choice of the word hell was intentional. You go to one church and you see paintings of some guy getting a crown of thorns, then carrying a cross, then getting crucified, and then dying and resurrecting. You go to a different church... And you see the same guy getting the same crown, carrying the same cross. What's the point? You even know how it ends already. Every church should have a big sign of spoiler alert at the entrance, because once you see one, it pretty much spoils the story for the rest of them. And third, and you have to agree with me, some people like to travel just to say they were there. They add another dot to their travel map and spend the next couple of weeks bragging about how great their trip was and showing you lots of pictures. And the next time someone asks them about what it's like in Martinica, they're going to blabber all about it, even though they hardly left the hotel room when they were there. My favorite travel story that I like to tell people is that I've never been to Paris. I never visited Paris, I never seen the Eiffel Tower up close, I never saw the Mona Lisa in the Louvre. And I love telling people this because for a 40-year-old guy that lived in Europe for his whole life, lived in three different countries and visited at least 10, including France, never having been to Paris is a pretty impressive feat because everybody's been to Paris. Everybody likes traveling and everybody's been to Paris. And I've never been to Paris, so that makes me pretty unique. You see, girls who go out with me on dates? I'm not a creep, I'm not a weirdo, I'm fucking special. Scheming constellations in the night Determined to align themselves against my design I would be traveling light Hey guys! I know you expected to hear creep from the radio head, but here's the thing. I really strongly dislike that song. It's a song about depression and self-loathing. Why the hell does everybody like it so much? Well, I guess it's another one of my weirdnesses. By the way, did you know that that's it for me is brought to you by me? Travel. For better constellations in the night Determined to align themselves against my design I should be traveling light That's it for me. See you next week.